Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Sis. I'm Sis, a.k.a. Allie. I'm Dad. A.k.a. Tony. How are you this morning? Good. Are you excited? Yes. Why? Because I have my good friend on. Yeah? You've been all smiles all morning. I ever know. Since, ever since I picked you up this morning, you've been all smiles. Yeah, because I know. So we have Gia brought with us, and she listens to every single one of our podcasts. When do you listen? Like... Uh, typically, they're Sunday or Monday. Yeah. So, so like, Saturdays are busy. Right, I tend to miss it. Yeah, like right away she listens. You're so awesome. And then we do all the projects together, and she just... All the projects is an understatement. What's bigger than all the projects? Like um, everything in the world. Yeah. I know. Well, it's just nice when like... Someone trusts you and loves everything you do, and she gives me so much confidence, and so I just love being around her. That's why we wanted to have her on. Yeah. I know. I want to. I want to know all about you. Everything. You're from. You're not from Dallas, though, are you? Right. I'm. Um. I'm originally from Chicago, and my husband was transferred down here about 15 years ago for work. Um, what does he do? So he was an electrical engineer, and I literally could not tell you what he did it was too complicated <laughs> and he has a much more exciting career now he is a founder and a brewer of the manhattan project drum roll please bang which is so small amazing world. i know it it is it is a really small world we'll connect all the dots as we go through the morning let me just say we went and toured the brewery amazing yeah, it's Man. it's incredible what yeah. Jeremy Carl and Misty have done is exceptional. It's it's I'm absolutely so proud of them. yeah, it's absolutely crazy. We're gonna un, we're gonna unpack that. Tell everybody what you do as your as day, my job day role because you have a lot of I do. Roles, it's so but. varied. It, it's actually complicated to um, actually to yeah. I actually it. like don't know exactly. <laughs> so, I just know I just know if the minute I say Gia, everyone's like ears prick up, they're like, oh, oh, you know Gia. I was like, yeah. <laughs> She's big time. Uh, so I typically would just say I'm a real estate developer. Um, I work for Amley Residential. We own, manage, and develop properties in nine major markets in the U.S. We have about 20,000 units, 75 properties or so. That's amazing. Um, and they're, it's all luxury apartments, just high-end, class A. And my job um, is really like a project management role. I manage these developments from inception. And you are an architect, so yes. you know as the developer you're um, getting the consultant team together. So you're mm -hmm. architects, engineers. Yep. You have the fun gig. It's great. I know. So it's all that upfront design work um, where you're you know, coming up with the concept and then you know, creating plans so that it can get built. You then bid it. Mm -hmm. You then start construction. Yep. Once that's complete, we've got to get heads on beds. So we're going through um, you know, marketing programs. Heads on beds. Heads on beds. And we really see the entire life cycle, at least in my role, yeah. of you know, from genesis to you know, disposition. And we typically hold our, our projects 10 to 20 years. Um, I've got one downtown that we call okay. Forever Asset. Yeah, <laughs> so you've got to unpack that for, because it's a global audience, but still, this is a world-class project that you're doing in downtown yes. Dallas right now. Yep, it's called Amelie Fountain Place. Yep. It's a 45-story uh, high-rise, um, 562 feet, and it's next to one of the most iconic buildings here in Dallas, yep. uh, Fountain Place, which was designed by I.M. Pei. Yeah. 
So uh, a little history. Do you know the whole history on that? When IMPA designed that building originally, because I was doing my internship in architecture here in Dallas when that building went up. When IMPA designed that originally, that building was actually had a twin. Yes. Where you're building a setting. Yeah. Steve Brown actually wrote an article about that yeah. right before we started development. Yeah. We were, you know, pre-dev at that point. But um, Tell everybody yes, what that means. Pre-development there you go. stages. Yep. It's when you're trying to figure out, like, can we do this? Exactly. Does this pencil out? Um, and, yes, it had a twin tower rotated. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it was a total optical illusion. That was the yeah. thing. That was the brilliance about IMPay as a designer is that, I mean, as as a young architect coming up, you go, how does that get in his brain? <laughs> it's it's just incredible, and the water gardens are oh world gosh. class mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, those are those were designed by Dan Kiley. He has yeah. a, an equally impressive resume. So, does uh, she think any wedding pictures or engagement pictures have ever been taken down there? I was engaged down there. I know. Oh, were you? <laughs> yeah, yes, at Fountain Place. That's why yeah. I said that. Ooh, you you must share. I'd love to see those. <laughs> well, it's um. It was funny. They weren't on, so he had plans to go like down the steps, yeah. and the fountain lights weren't on. And he's like, "Come down here, come down," because he had like his fraternity brothers like hiding in, hiding the, bushes in the bushes to take photos. So they're not that great of photos. Yeah. Um, bless their hearts, but it's fine. <laughs> and I'm like, "No, it's this is weird. Like, I don't think we're supposed to be good. go down here." And he's like. I don't know what, because I don't know how it happened, but I think that they saw us coming and knew that the like the lights weren't coming down, so they like ran to go find some type of person that worked there, and they're like, "She's about to get engaged. Like, can you turn these on?" And so, but it worked out perfectly to where like when we were stepping, the lights were coming on, so totally wasn't planned. But he's like. <laughs> oh, this is cool. So then they like, once we were down there, they were all on. I was like, oh gosh. They're yeah. they're just incredible. And they, they cascade from yes. you know, Ross towards Munger. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people here in Dallas haven't even been in those gardens. That's that's a that's yeah. probably very gym. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it is one of the it is one of the hidden gems. So if you come to Dallas, if you come visiting, you got to go check that out. After the sixth, you know, floor museum and all, everything else, go down to there. So how far along are you? Because I've been watching this bad boy go up. Well, this will be my uh, since I listened to this podcast. This would be my high for the week. Yes, um, we accepted our first units. Uh, um, uh, so we what? accept them yeah. by floor. Yeah, Level yeah. ten is where the first. Um, the first level of unit starts. And so we accepted five units. Very exciting. Um, if you're driving around Dallas, you can see we're wrapping up the curtain wall, yeah. which is just a fancy term right. for glass. Right. Um, and it's a faceted top, kind of like a crystal. Yeah. And we're wrapping mm-hmm. that up. It's really complicated and taking longer than expected. Um, so Who did the design on this? It is a firm called Page Sutherland Page. Yes, yeah, I know them. And yeah. uh, we use some of their principals out mm-hmm. of Austin. Larry Speck, he was the um, dean of architecture yeah. at UT. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And uh, Talmadge Smith is a, a local Dallas guy who yeah. was heavily involved in one of the Talking about architects. something that will, one, put you on the map, but two, cause you to really think about what you do for a living when you have to put something next to an INP classic. Yeah. So you said, so what's one through nine? 
That's um, so level one is leasing and amenities. Right. Two through nine is the parking garage, oh, that okay. podium, right. and then the tower comes up from there. And yeah. it's Got rotated it. on a forty-five to complement yeah. the tower. So, like mm. you said, yeah. that's a completely daunting task. We didn't want to copy, right? Right. So we say we're like a sibling sure. or a cousin. Cousin, yeah. So here's what's crazy about that particular building because it has such an optical illusion. You really never give it credit for how massive that building really is that yeah. building is big that's huge that 720 place. feet yeah yeah and we look little next to it we're 562 <laughs> i'm like oh i wish we had a few more you know a few more levels to uh but they did um they did want us to honor the architecture Absolutely. Yeah. and we did all sorts of glass studies uh we couldn't get the glass that's on that building it's not efficient enough yeah, and yeah, they yeah. no longer manufacture it so we worked with the the owner there to get something that was a very close match. Compliment, but yet not necessarily copy. Right. Inter do you? Um, I wonder if people are gonna confuse. I mean, like I mean, if they don't never been to Dallas and they're completely, we're, we're the worried two. about it that yeah. that we might um, be perceived as an office building. So we have balconies and you we have, some have trees that are right. amenity decks. So hopefully right. um, people won't be confused about that. But it's a we truly are a campus with them. So is your top, I, I haven't been um, that way looking at downtown for a while. We live on the other other side mm -hmm. of downtown. So what's the top going to look like? Have, it truly looks like a crystal. I, it comes to a point. There's yeah. no roof. So, oh, okay. So there's no roof. So where are you putting your air conditionings and... It's hidden in there, isn't so, it? So, well, we have cooling towers. Right. Um, so it's not like a typical condensing unit like right. a home would be. It's a different mechanical system for a high-rise building. But um, it's... That is another layer of complexity with the yeah. building. Yeah, Similar to them, we do not have a roof. And when you think of window washing yeah. mm -hmm. and you know glass replacement, things like that, we, we literally have a crane that pops out of the building with the glass what? to perform maintenance. Isn't that what? cool? Uh, I keep joking I we should like sell sell rides on it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to people seeking thrills. Have you been on it? Not yet. We're in the process of commissioning, which is a fancy word for startup. Yeah. Um, so they're they're doing that, and um, I will have the opportunity. I have a healthy fear of fights. It's not like or heights. It's not. Um, I think everyone paralyzing, right. but I don't know if I would risk going up there. Healthy is a good <laughs> yeah. is a good word for that. Have you ever used DBA Architects for some of your sites because no. DBA specializes with anything that has a bed in it, right? So it could be hospital or, or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. Um, and they've won several awards for multifamily and, and high end. That's the firm I started. And then, so one of my good friends who still is the founding principal and still runs it. And I, I couldn't remember if he had any projects with you guys or not. I should have texted him this morning. No, we tend to run with the same groups for years. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just so much easier because you is. know how they work. And yes. Yes. It's like you. Like, I just oh, keep yeah. going back to Alley. When I have a wall <laughs> and I don't know what to put there, yes. I have my go-tos. It's it's similar with the consultants. You build that trust. and So big. Yes. So big. So that's one of the items I wanted to tap on this morning because from your perspective, you do some really big things all over the world, and you work with a lot of different people. And the people that listen to uh, the podcast, you know, sometimes they're they're doing it in a small way, but most everybody, if they have any kind of business, they have to work with other people. How do you go about building that trust? I mean, what are some of the qualities or characteristics or at attributes that you look in other people that you go, okay, that's what gets you in the game from a trust standpoint. This is what keeps you in the game from a trust standpoint. Uh, help us unpack that for people. 
Um, I definitely think trust is earned. So it um, happens over the, the course of the relationship. We would typically start, if we were going to um, hire a new consultant, it's typically a recommendation. So I will be asking someone I already trust there you go. who um, they might recommend. So I'd say that would be the first step um, with, a, with a new consultant. Kind of goes back to the old adage, it's not what you know, sis, but... Who you know. And sometimes, and sometimes what, what you know, know about, about who, who you know. know. <laughs> Absolutely. And then um, it's just uh, through the relationship as they are... Um, designing things and you're questioning them it's just seeing how that interaction is if they uh, make a mistake how do they react when you call them out on it or note it Um, but I I typically wouldn't start a relationship with somebody that is just a complete unknown yeah so you like that warm relationship coming in yes kind of goes back to the old adage of be nice to everybody because everybody's connected to everybody yeah and uh, you know what I've found living in Dallas for 37 years is it's a small, small, small world. Oh yeah. Everybody knows everybody. It absolutely is. And especially within multifamily, um, like that just sector of real estate, it seems like everybody knows everyone. So never burn a bridge. Never burn a bridge. Biggest thing that you've learned as you've come up through your career. Cause have you done this your whole career ish? Almost. I, um, I was a, like an estimator and, yeah. sort of project engineer for a utility and excavating contractor in nice. Indianapolis before we moved down here. What did you study in school? Um, I started with construction engineering. Nice. I did that through my junior year, decided to change gears after internships, and then did business. Smart. Which is kind of funny because I've circled back basically into <laughs> construction. Yeah. But my current role really is like a meld of all of my talents. And every day, we didn't really get into the varied things. I mean, it's also selecting artists and that's how I know Allie it's um, unit finishes you know Mm -hmm. what kind of like marble or granite cabinets Um, so uh, I feel like the background that I had in college you know perfectly prepared you for this I love that and so you've kind of backed into it Um, I don't well back into it is not the right thing you've gone into it and you've everything that you've had up to this point but what's what's been one or two items that you've seen coming along the way going okay this has really helped me go from point a to point b to point c along the way so early on in my career i started in much more of an administrative role with amley just getting my foot in the door um almost right out of college and it was really being helpful um oh, that's interesting there were there was like no work i wouldn't be willing to do and really taking pride in that work, whatever it might be. So I think part of it is not being above, especially when you're mm-hmm. at the early stages of your career. Like, don't be above any tasks. Yeah. yeah. And do it. Um, That's huge. Yeah. And do it with pride. Um, and my boss started sort of testing my skills. Yeah. My current boss, he wasn't my boss at the time. I'd say like two weeks in, just seeing what I was capable of. And I just kept rising to the occasion. So I think that's probably one major lesson for somebody who's starting their career is just work hard and do your best. I love that. That was nice that your boss like saw potential in you and gave you tasks, but like didn't take advantage of you being able to do that because he probably could have easily just, there's so many companies, I won't name them, um, but they will take advantage of those and then just keep those people stuck in this one position right. well, you think without they do that? growing that because they're selfish. You think I don't it's, know. You think it's selfishness? 
yeah, fear sometimes. Fear of them if they move up, then they potentially could lose that lose that right. position, or then they have to fill that position. So it's just it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you meet your husband? We met at Purdue University ah. in college. Yeah. Um, it was either the first or second week of class, Engineering 100, yep. <laughs> which is where you're learning about the different disciplines of engineering. He had a B last name. I had a C last name. So we were seated <laughs> near each other. And I looked at him, and I'm like, he is going to fail out. He is far <laughs> too cute to be an engineer. So I walked really slowly out of this, you know, the auditorium, and he walked quickly to try to catch up to me. Wow. Um, we were friends for about two years and then started dating our junior year. So we've been married nearly 15 years. Dang. Oh, my god. And together, like, 20 years. Oh, my gosh. That's such an awesome that's story. That's so awesome. And so he brought you down here. He did. Yeah, his career brought us down here. Yeah. Do you like it? Love it. I would oh, never move, move back. Emily's actually headquartered in Chicago, and I, I joke with everyone, like, you could not pay me <laughs> enough money to move back up to the snow and the Oh, cold. my gosh. Yes. Yes. No, 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 no I don't know no. what it is today, but it's colder than it is here. The sun's yes. shining today. Oh, I think I'm they so got excited. a ton of snow over this weekend. Oh, my gosh. No. I, I swear my, like, skin has thinned or something. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so how in the world did he become a brewer? It started as a hobby, oh, which really? is um, common, at least in the Dallas yeah, market. That's true. Um, he had a cousin who was interested in home brewing. His parents got him one of those homebrew kits. Yeah, I was going to say Christmas gift. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I think it sat in the closet for a year. His what first is batch. a homebrew kit? I don't um, even know this. It's, you can buy like little Christmas get it on Amazon. And, you can, yeah. and it's none of it is like really the proper equipment oh, okay. required yeah. to make good beer. But it, it started with that, and he had a, a friend and coworker who he would brew with, and then um, Carl and Misty from the Manhattan Project. We actually know from Amley; they were ex-Amley employees, mm. and we would go on beer trips with them. And, what is a beer trip? Um, well, like a wine trip, but for beer. Exactly. Yeah. Well, okay, I know you go to Napa for wine. Where do you go for? It's actually close to Napa. One of the best places is Russian River. No way. It's in Santa Rosa, California. Oh hmm. my gosh. Um, I always say when people go on a on a Napa Valley trip, they need to head north yeah. to to go catch that. But we would just go on these like beercations, and <laughs> we so came fun. up with this concept of the Manhattan Project, sort of like a secret organization yes. that would be, you know, creating the best beer. Um, it's named after the um, the secret program that developed the atom bomb. Right. So the other fun thing is the theming of it, and that the namespace was like we could just be so creative. Mm-hmm. Here there are some breweries I won't name them yeah. that they're. <laughs> Their beer is the name of the brewery and the right. style of the beer, right. which is fine. Right. But we wanted to kind of take it to the next level. And it's also created conversations. Mm-hmm. People will be like, Hoppenheimer. <laughs> what, what does that mean? <laughs> well, it's Robert Oppenheimer, That's the lead right. scientist. And yeah. so we'll find people Googling and just right. kind of searching for more information. Obviously, about they it. don't watch Big Bang Theory enough or they would know all of this trivia. <laughs> yes. And so it just, hobby started rolling. He got pretty good at it. Yes. Well, he started just the local amateur competitions, homebrew competitions, and won the IPA category in the, in the very first one. He what? thought it was a fluke, of course, because yeah. <laughs> he just couldn't luck. believe that he could potentially win that. Um, but it was a blind taste, and he won. And then oh my we gosh. created a following through these homebrew competitions, and he just continued having success. And they decided to take the leap together to actually open a you know a real commercial brewery. And it is legit. Wow. It is, yeah. it is so beautiful. Yeah. We got a full tour. 
you know, went in and went up to the balcony and saw it. It is so stinking cool. If you're in Dallas, if you're in Dallas, you've got to go check this place out. And it's more than just beer. There's there's Coffee. other there's other things there too. What else is yeah. there? Yeah, um, like Ali mentioned, we have a coffee program, mm-hmm. um, which is fantastic. We open at seven thirty in the morning for coffee, but our beer is also available. So this has been fun. Um, shift workers, like we've been getting firemen who are coming in in the mornings oh after gosh. their shift. Yeah, yeah. sort of a reverse happy hour. Right. Yeah, right. which I think is great and it. I wouldn't have thought of it. Like, let's open early so that, um, you know, people who are getting off work can grab a beer together. So that's been neat to see. Um, We also have a kitchen, and we (laughs) hired a chef who has a fantastic resume. keep joking. I'm like, how do we afford this guy? (laughs) How much are you paying him? (laughs) Clearly more than you're getting paid. Um, But he he was at restaurants like Oak, um, which I, I think a lot of people know on Oak Lawn. Um, and they're uh, going to do global street food. Yeah, there. that's going to be so good. I'm really excited. Describe that. What is? Um, like, uh, I'll probably pronounce it around arepas. So that's uh, like a corn. Yeah. It's not really a tortilla. It's kind of between a tortilla and a pita right. with like pulled meat. Um, I think we're going to attempt to do some Thai fried chicken. Nice. Excellent frites. Just things that are more finger foods and approachable. You have a huge outside area too. So, I mean, this is really a place you can just come and hang out. you got great property. How do people find you? How do people get to the brewery? The brewery? Well, I would always say go to the website, um, the Manhattan Project. You should probably also put beer in that when you you Google that. Otherwise, you might just start learning about the nuclear program. That's right. Um, But we are um, just off of Commerce and it's just west of downtown Dallas. So if you were at the Sixth Floor Museum, right. you just keep going across Commerce yep. and across we're the big bridge. near there. Go um, through Trinity Groves. No, up to Trinity Groves. Trinity, Gro- Trinity Groves is a little bit... Um, to, to the north of you. Exactly. Right, 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 right. That is such an exciting project. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just so proud of the team. It's been a really long time coming. A lot of businesses um, can open uh, with a lot with a lot less hiccups in mm-hmm. the process. Like we had mm-hmm. to rezone the property, permitting with the city of Dallas was very challenging. It's so good that they had somebody on the team who knew something about development. <laughs> they might have consulted <laughs> consulted a little, but I'm telling you, Carl did a great job. Yeah. Um, he was a project manager with Amley and that I did very little in this process. Oh. I just drank the beer, <laughs> which is- Favorite uh, by the way? Um, Hoppenheimer. Really? That one yep. was literally made for me. Is, is so quite literally. Is that, quite literally. That, is that the one he won with? What? What's that? The, is it that is, is the one yep. that he That's won so with? Funny. And um, I have celiac disease, which is really interesting when you when you own a brewery. Yes. And we've had the beer tested, so I can actually safely drink two of the beers. Holy smokes! That's, That's so cool. We cannot. Um, the FDA does not allow you to use the term gluten free. Right. But we've had it tested, and I've you know consumed it, and I feel comfortable drinking Yay. two of our beers. That's one of which awesome. is Hoppenheimer. Do they, like, say that on there, like, on the menus or something? We don't. I, I won't remember the, the phrases. There are, like, three approved phrases, but because the beer is not produced with naturally gluten-free ingredients, mm-hmm. you cannot say gluten-free. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, so... But we, good, like, unoffic- word of mouth, you can say, yeah. Misty did a post on it right yeah. after I was diagnosed, and it was, like, unofficially, officially yeah. gluten-free. <laughs> Um, I think the staff will be trained, you know, if somebody wants something that's gluten reduced yeah. to give that to them. But the brewing process actually really uh, takes out a lot of those proteins. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I well, you missed the, the best part of the brewery. Yes, you did. Oh, well, I was saving that 
for you. Oh. Oh, but the bet. Well, look, I'm, I kind of geek out by, and Landon did too. Landon was there with me about the huge, massive stainless steel fermenters and fermenters and everything yes. like that. And then when you come into the front, there is one of, I'm a biased on this, Gia, so it's hard for me to even talk about this, but there's one of your best murals. I know. Like 30 feet up in the air. It's like, Matt, I, I was so worried about you during this thing because you did this I almost, was on a lift. almost the whole thing on a lift. You should have seen me when I was in I San don't Diego. Want to see I was you. way higher than that, <laughs> I, leaning I, over. I, this, this, is, this is the scary and part of tree. her painting. And in a tree, I know this is one of this is a really unique, very cool mural that you did there. I did. I have two murals there. Well, what's crazy is it's a kind of a full circle moment. So Misty. Oh, this is small world moment. Contacted me. So I worked at a branding company for um, a year or two ish, mm-hmm. and got to the point where Ali K was getting so big that I was stretching myself thin and I wasn't producing the be- my best work and and well I I wouldn't say that because some of my best logos were done at the kind of last stages of that branding company but I decided to part ways with that branding company but that branding company was working with Manhattan Beer or Manhattan Project Beer and um they were like, oh, we need murals. And they're like, oh, well, Allie Kay is just going to her own business. She does murals. You should contact her. And she, we all, like, followed each other. So it was a weird, like, mix of who found who first type of thing. Um, but she was like, hey, I, we're going to be opening this brewery in Dallas. It's kind of designed for women in thought because there's not a lot of breweries that have um, women co-owners and I was like yeah I'm in and I follow up I'm like hey just following up like yeah we're still working on this still working on this after a year I'm like there's no way this is I don't think and then Misty comes back she's like hey still want that mural (laughs) I'm like okay and then a year after that I was I would follow up like here and there and be like hey like just following up she's like yeah it's still in the works like let me put a deposit down let me sign a contract like I for sure know I need you I'm like okay okay and then again another year passed and she's like hey I'm ready for that mural I'm like okay let's let's do it so it's like three years at this point it was just crazy it was a full two years by the time she's like hey I love your style I want to work with you and then, hey, we're actually going to produce these murals. Uh, obviously, at the time, I didn't like pause and was just like waiting for these murals. I had other mural projects come in, and Gia came to me and was like, "Hey, we have Emily Apartments, and we need some murals." And even then, I think there was a pretty big gap between like when we first met to when we actually got to paint. Um, and did you know at the time that I was working with Misty? No, this is just a complete like yes. Luke. It's it was the craziest thing. Such a small world. No, and we were introduced to you through our um, interior architect, Inter- yes. which the interior for Addison. architect worked yep. with Dad, who then 
mention every time dad speaks it never fails he has to mention um me i think he thinks i'm famous or something um <laughs> i told somebody one time that in a, in a shoe store and, and it freaked Ali and out and literally he got this guy yeah. to legitly think that i was famous like I, asking for autograph type yes thing. i was like <laughs> i am so sorry he's pulling your chain like i'm really not um but she, but, really is. but she really is. But so dad mentioned my name. So then she started following me. And then I did some stuff for her and her team. And then nothing came of that. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But she still, I guess, still follows me on Instagram. So then she connected with you. It's just like crazy. Yeah. This She's is gonna like be on podcast the com. Caitlin. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Caitlin presented your Dallas concept, the mm -hmm. those letters that similar yes. to the Addison yeah. you did for us. Um, it was probably February of 2018. Yeah. So oh. two years ago. And um, we sort of just tabled it as we were, you know, building yeah. the property and, you know, thinking of other things that were more pressing. And when we met you later that fall, I think I started um, looking at your Instagram and your website. I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl is the real deal. I can't <laughs> believe we didn't jump on this earlier this year. Absolutely. Um, and so now you have three murals at Amway It was just Addison. like the craziest thing because I was painting your murals and Misty's murals at the same time, people. Like, that's just <laughs> weird. <laughs> it was so weird. Like, I'm not joking you, the same week. And it just so happened to, like, it didn't schedule out. Where did I'm you like, make oh, the yeah. connection? Were you, like, in the middle of it and then went, oh, my gosh? Or did I you don't know? know? I can't remember who was like, oh yeah, you know Gia. And I'm like, uh, I think it was actually, I can't actually remember. So I noticed Misty liking some of your Instagram posts. Yeah. I think it was maybe when your second book came out. Mm. And I was like, oh, you know, Allie, she would be great for the brewery. And she's like, we already have her hired. <laughs> I think that Two was years it. ago. Yeah, like it will literally be perfect because the brewery is all black yes. and white. Yes. Um, and so is Amelie Addison. I mean, it just yeah. couldn't have been more perfect. Yeah, it was just... It was just a really freaking moment. Like, I was like, okay, I'm, and I was popping back between y'all's two properties, and it was just, it was so fun. But they're gorgeous. It's um, public art is just so important. I can't I like the feeling in these rooms after you do the murals. It just complete. It's transformative. Yeah. So it's exciting. She has one in the tap room at the brewery and, and one, one in our garden outside. Garden. Yeah. It's just gorgeous. It's a great. It's a great but selfie those spot weeks, outside. I was just on on my game those weeks because I had those murals and then my other one of my other like top favorites is y'all's be the change mural and it's just this like layered of goodness I just <laughs> I love it so well I have um thank you by the way for supporting my daughter and being a good printer you don't need she earns it I'm, I, <laughs> I I gotta tell you um when she talks about working with you she lights up you've i don't know if you know it or not but you have been teaching her a great deal um and i appreciate that thank Aww. you well we appreciate you i mean truly our spaces are the better for it so i, I in, in another small world story this is how i mean there's seven billion people on the planet and the world just gets really really small even in dallas fort worth there's like seven million people in dallas fort worth so I gave you my new book this morning that came out Monday of this week. I don't know if you remember this or not, but the first time I met you personally, I was helping Allie at 
the project. Yeah. Of course, I always end up being delivery boy or pickup boy or, you know, whatever, shuttle things back and forth. And so I was bringing some scaffolding over and I said, hey, I think I'm going to hang out. Is there a place I can write? I don't know if you remember, but I wrote the last three chapters of the book that you're holding in your Emily of Addison yeah. location. We, I think you went in the co-work space. I did. I yep. did. I was sitting right up front looking out that gorgeous window that you guys have. And so the last three chapters of that book was written that. right there. I know it. So it ends up being a really, really small world. I know. I know. It's really, really cool. Hi, Losis. Um, So if y'all do listen to the podcast, one of my weeks um, where I busted a tile and I thought that I ruined a complete relationship oh, because I did man. this, this is who I'm talking about. She cried. I called dad. I was like, I ruined it. I'm done. What I tell you? She never wants to work with me ever again. What I tell you? And it's so interesting how that was such a big deal to you, and you really thought that could be a relationship breaker. And for me, I was like, we break tiles all the time. (laughs) I mean, we are constantly like punching or repairing things um, at our property. So I didn't even think twice about it. But yeah, it like broke my heart to hear you. I have. Bad news and good, good news. news. <laughs> what do you want first? And she's like, the bad news. I'm like, no. <laughs> I always want the bad news first. <laughs> she cried. Uh, she called. She was in tears. Oh, uh, because it's a, I, hi, I have a high standard for how I work, and my, I just want things to be perfect. And damaging someone's property is just horrible. So, but my, but fa- you're like, my favorite lesson about that was that you told me. Because that could have easily oh, been damaged from any number of things that were occurring in the building. Right. And so your integrity to tell me that, like, hey, I oh damaged a tile. Here's where it is. It's build huge. trust. Yeah. Continues yes. to build trust. Um, just well, immediately I was like, because I'm like, can we get this fixed before GSE? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have to tell. So I'm like running to your GC. I'm like, I broke a tile. I am so sorry. He's like, can we patch it? I'm like, no. <laughs> and he's like, oh, man. He, I was like, I know. <laughs> he's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So like I, because, and this is another thing I've like, my father-in-law was so hard on my husband and if he ever like had something bad happen or he's like I'm gonna fix it he made sure that Landon had a list and a plan and all of these things so that has been like embedded in me of okay I gotta go to her I gotta tell her that I talked to this person and that they already have tile and that it's gonna be fixed on Wednesday and all these things so I was like okay I got it she learned out. this lesson very early yes. when yes. she started driving uh, yes. She had just turned 16. We we got her her very first used Volkswagen Passat. It was a tank. We lived like 1.2 miles from Landon, who they dated ever since they were 14. They were out of town. Allie was checking on the dogs and minor house setting. She drives over to their house one night. It's pouring down rain. Checks on the dogs, leaves, realizes, oh, I left the light on. I'm going to back up. And he would have known that yeah, I left the, the light, light on. on. Yeah. So the, she, the electric bill would have been a little bit higher. <clears throat> Three cents higher, I know. Yeah. So she backs up to go turn off the light, got a little out of her lane. And in that part of Flower Mound, the mailboxes are really There's brick, no curbs. brick buildings. There's no curbs. It's just brick buildings that they put mailboxes in. And brand new driving, that whole big pedal, little pedal thing. 
instead of hitting the brake, she hit the gas, plowed right over this mailbox, mowed it right off its foundation, and just obliterated it. I mean, it was horrible. She calls me. She's crying. Of course, she punctured her gas tank. Fortunately, she didn't leave. But what did we do? We went up, knocked on their door. I'm so sorry. I knocked yeah. on your mailbox. Rebuilt it, all 686 bricks. We went to so many brick places to you try to match. It? Well, no, well, we, we hired had it, someone. Had, hired, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we had to call a contractor friend of mine. And um, this thing, I mean, in case of a tornado, you could have climbed inside this thing and been safe. This thing was massive. And she just blowed that thing right over. But took responsibility she didn't drive away she didn't try to hide it knocked on the guy's door and he was he knew the family and he was very appreciative although it was pretty sad i think i do have a, a sad picture like of his the temporary whole time i don't know why my brother didn't get this trait because i have it real bad to where anything that if happened, she never told you about the towel she would still not be sleeping to you yeah <laughs> she would still well, be it's a great trait to have yes it is it is yeah hi Lo. um Hi, this week I painted my first mural of 2020 in the books. Get it? Bang, in the books. It was 400 books books that I painted. Wow. (laughs) 400. Wow. And they're not all your books. (laughs) Get it? I might go. I might go in and write one of your book titles. Oh, that is so sweet of you. They wouldn't know (laughs) because there's 400 of them. Yeah, just put Um, Saturday morning tea. That's a good one. So that was a high. I was able to get that done. Um, low, I, my, I, the weather and two days of dreary. Yeah, and in where I was painting, the lights were like flickering, <laughs> and so I had to it's finish my mural early on the first day because I literally felt like I was getting like vertigo or something. Like I just felt horrible and went straight to bed so i don't think that was my low low i'm dealing with like um a lot of like decisions with my business and it's just hard running a business sometimes what running a business is hard i can't imagine they don't prep you for this in school (laughs) of all even with a business degree you don't have all the things feel and pressure and just a lot i know i know that's why it's it's crazy all the professors tell me this because i speak across the street at unt or at smu then down the road at unt all the professors say the kids love it when you come in and talk to them i'm going how could they possibly love it and they said well they see me up front as just telling them what's in the textbook but when you come in and actually tell them about what's happening in, in work and business they're just like fascinated it's like oh why are we not teaching that in school? I get all freaked out about that frequently. Do you speak in, in universities? No, no, I don't. She barely did this podcast. Yes, <laughs> I've been. Asked, You'd be awesome. Ugh, um, I've been asked to speak on real estate panels, and yeah. I typically turn them down. Yeah. Panels are hard. Panels, you just like uh, sit up there, and you ugh, never know if you're actually going to talk. And there's something that almost seems like disingenuous about it, um, mm-hmm. that you're like yeah. trying to look impressive yeah. or be impressive. I could see you in front of a classroom, though. Uh, I, I could do that, a smaller yeah, yeah, yeah. group. And yeah. depending on the topic, I feel very comfortable. Um, but no, speaking is not my forte. I, I prefer to uh, be in the background. 
you're great on podcasts. Oh. You sound amazing. You are. What's this been your be high like low? the only one I don't <laughs> listen to. Um, oh, no, you got to listen to it. It's going no, awesome. it's all right. I don't Allie listen to doesn't mine. listen to any of them. What's high, high, high yeah. I mentioned, it's just accepting units at Fountain Place that we're progressing towards completion. Um, low is I am trying to create better sleep habits because oh, I'm man. an awful sleeper and I am failing. What does awful, fail. awful sleeper mean? So I can fall asleep easily, but yeah. I wake up constantly. Oh. I think I, I don't know if I have like a, a cortisol problem or what it is, but I'm actively trying to, um, awesome. to improve that because it's just so important for your health. I totally agree. And I'm failing. Like so I was up at 4.30 this morning. Oh, yeah, it's just not and you can't go back to sleep? No, I just oh get up. Goodness. I start working, so I'm more productive. Yeah, I know, but, but still. But not good. So what are some of the things that, that people should try? Or what when are some things you go to bed? Trying? It varies. Um, I'm trying to go to bed. So I wake up around 5 every morning, so I'm trying to go to bed by 10. Yeah. Um, but it's the, you know, keeping the, the television off at least mm-hmm. 30 minutes before bed, maybe yep. reading in bed, um, not working out too late, not eating too close to, right. um, well, that's, to that's, sleep. That seems like all the, all the things. Yeah. Have you read Ariana Huffington's book on sleep revolution? No. She talks about that. I heard her speak about this and you're absolutely on to something that's really, really big that we've become a, a, a somewhat sleep deprived, um, you know, nation, but a lot of the things that you just mentioned, she talks about in the book. The, um, the TV is one thing. Uh, a lot of researchers going back to just blue light, 30 minutes, so screen time, phone time, right. and stuff like that. Do you sleep with your phone next to you? I, I do, but in airplane mode. So it's truly yeah. an alarm clock. My husband right. keeps yeah, his yeah. Um, in our kitchen charging, right. but just in case there's an emergency, uh, well, That's in airplane mode, you can't do that, but... Right. Um, I, I use it to yeah. to get up. D um, puts hers in do not disturb, which is similar to mm-hmm. airplane mode. Um, a lot of people use them as alarm clocks. Do you have a sleep app on your phone? I'm using a new one called Rumrise, and they also have supplements that are not working well for me. Interesting. So I, gotta, I don't. Sorry, Rumrise. I got um. <laughs> to check. I got to check that one out. We we have a sleep app that we use that you can actually place your phone on your bed and it monitors your. Uh, your sleep habits. Mm-hmm. It was pretty interesting when we started looking at it. Well, I'm, I'm the same way. I get up super early, but I'm up a couple times at night. We went, we switched, and this is not a promotion for Sleep Number Bed because they're not sponsoring us, but we switched over to a Sleep Number Bed. It didn't make a dramatic difference for us. It was, it was pretty crazy because we used to have the same bed for both of us, and we realized that my wife really likes her bed a lot differently than I like my side. I sleep so much better now on that. I'm basically willing to try anything. So yeah. sleep, mo- sleep number might be the next stop. I don't know. Yeah, it really could be the mattress. Who knows? Yeah, well, look, I pillows make a big difference. I've watched the commercials for years and years, and I went, eh, there's nothing to that. Went and tried it and thought, mm, okay, it was a pretty big investment. I, w- I am a big believer now. Big, 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 gigantic believer now. And it shifts to you when we got the one that when you roll over, it actually changes the way. And it's like, oh, okay, that's actually kind of cool. So, sis. Uh, what? I already did mine. Oh, I was just asking if there was if there was anything else that that we've missed. You're high low. Oh, I only have I only have one. High. I have a major high. You don't have a low. A uh, sis. I had a book come out this week. That's that's a major high for me. I know. I know it. It made it all the way up to number seven on Amazon's hot new release. Of course, I was going up against John Maxwell. 
who also decided to release a book the same time as I did. And he released hardcover, paperback, audio, Kindle, and CDs. Who still listens to CDs? But he had three of the top seven spots with his book. So I got number seven. Very excited about that. Um, And I'm just, I'm kind of giddy. It's hard to have a low when you have a book come out. The weather just really, I'm so glad the sun came out because I don't think, I I tell Landon all the time that you're never, like if you move away, like you're going by yourself, I'm not moving away from Dallas because he works for Amazon so it's based in, in Seattle, Seattle and I'm like, could never, ever, 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 ever do it. I did, I, if, I, if I did have one low, which I, if I go back and look at my high-low app, which I frequently do, um, I need to eat better. You need to, you know, you're saying sleeping better. I need to eat better. And you mentioned some of the things that you were doing, you know, not eating certain time, blah, blah, blah. At, I am to the age now that what I eat absolutely has 100% impact on me and, oh, and how I sleep and energy and blah, blah, blah. When I was Allie's age and younger, I could do two Big Macs and you know a, a large fry every meal and not skip a beat and not gain a pound, right? Not anymore. If I just drive by McDonald's, I gain two to three pounds and get lethargic, right? <laughs> so I, I've um, one of my co-workers, one of my peers in our office, exact same age, went to the doctor. And he said, um, you should try plant-based diet to alleviate some inflammation and do better. And so I, I'm, I had my, and my monthly meeting with him this week, and I said, dude, how are you liking it? I said, you look amazing. So you're going vegan? No, plant-based. That's pretty much vegan. No, plant-based. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds better. I don't want to grow my hair out and get a tattoo for being vegan. And I feel like you have to do that if you you're vegan. You just gotta be really, really cautious. If you don't do vegan correctly, then it can- I'm not vegan. But but plant-based. if you don't do your plant-based diet <laughs> properly, it can have negative effects. My friend was plant-based for a while and well, actually he eats fish. gained a gluten allergy because she was offsetting so much well i'm trying to be i'm trying to be smart about it so a couple a couple of days without eating animal fat and holy smokes it's it just in two days it's made a huge difference so we'll see um so if i have a low it's this i can't eat the way i used to eat and it bums me out because dad takes comfort in food it's a social event for me i like to socialize with people and I like to socialize with people while eating food. <laughs> I can empathize with that, having celiac. It's just hard. It's taken some of the joy out of eating with friends, especially out. Yes. Um, but I just try to focus on what I can eat. That's important. Which is a lot. And um, What's some of your favorites? Oh. When you go out. Because you, you say you don't go out very often. I typically but. end up getting, um, like, bowls that have maybe it has a rice and it has Mm -hmm. a lot of vegetables maybe broccoli um i don't know squash things like that and i i do eat meat so there could be chicken in it 
Um, truly, there's a lot. Gluten, I don't feel like I'm um, limited that much. It's more about just the preparation in mm-hmm. kitchens that aren't mine mm-hmm. and how they're, you know, how they might be cross-contaminating mm-hmm. food. It's that. And then also think of food as you're getting older as medicine mm. that you are f- like fueling and feeding your body to do all the things that you're you know, hoping know. to accomplish each yeah. day um, rather than, and it's hard, rather than it being like a rewarding thing or, um, you know, something that's just like satisfying you. I know. Welcome well, to my world. I, yeah, it's I remembered another high. I need to put this in my high low up because I just remembered. I was out of town um last weekend in Tennessee came back on Monday then went to go paint a mural on Tuesday but right. my wallet was not <gasps> what in my what? bag it was in my travel bag I forgot to like transfer it over so I'm going I'm going I went through the Shalotchkis drive through and then after I ordered I'm already stuck I realized I don't have my wallet oh, I'm like no. oh no I have to do that thing where I just like, sorry, or just like (laughs) speed up and like go through. And so I'm like digging through my Jeep. I'm like, please have some dollars, please have some dollars. I had $7 and my order was $9.50 or something. Oh my God. And so I go up to them. I was like, I'm so sorry. I forgot my wallet. I have $7. Like, what can I get for $7? (laughs) And the guy's like looking. He's like, you know what? It's fine. I'll get you a coupon and figure it out. You just take it. I was like, Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I am like, I, he just so much grace. I was, I almost started tearing up. I was like, thank you. Like that, that was is so, so cool. nice. I know it was so That's nice. Generosity of and gratitude yes. all at the same time. Yes. I love that. Wow. You buried the lead. So I need to put my monies back in my G. You need to put that in your high low app also. Yes. I know it. Yeah. Uh, last thing before we go. We oh, talk- no, we have to do fast questions. Oh, okay. So pull those up. So while you're pulling those I up. I already up. Oh. Uh, Save it for after. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. You ready? That's how yes. we are. Last meal on earth. Pizza. Ooh. Oh. Well, because at that point. Hold on. Yeah. We, so um, I go to a bakery called Unrefined, and they have amazing pizza crust. So we make pizza at home almost mm-hmm. every week. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Wow. That's cool. They're actually going to open a a shop somewhere in Uptown with um, food to go that will all be gluten-free. Oh, Dad, there's a new vegan um, grocery store that opened up. We should take you there. Is it (laughs) plant-based? Yeah. It's a plant-based grocery store. But if it's your last meal, Jia, it could be anything. No, it would be pizza. Pepperoni? I typically like sausage. Yeah, there'll be like a pepperoni or like a soup. You're a Chicago girl. Of course you have to be pizza. Jalapeno, onion, charred grape tomatoes. Just right then because you'll be miserable afterwards. Growing up, did you have a favorite Chicago pizza? Um... We did a lot of Giordano's. We lived yeah. in the suburbs. Yeah. Um, I really like Peace. Um, there's oh, a place called Peace that's really good. Uno's was our favorite. Mm-hmm. Uno's is good. They used great. to have Uno's, Uno's here and it closed down. Yeah, that there's was one of my favorite. No decent Chicago pizza. Nope, childhood there isn't. Memories. Yeah. Nope, there isn't. Um, that's awesome. My favorite frozen pizza is actually gluten free. It's from Ooh. Whole Foods. It's the green box. No, it's the purple box. Purple box, I'm sorry. Amanda, my best friend, listens to the podcast too, and she says that she screams at me every time because she's like, 
it's this because I can never remember. But is it the is it goody, name? Goo, goo, so it's simply G? something. I don't know. It's oh. gluten free. It's in a purple box. Okay, I'll have to it check it out. It tastes like a cheese it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my mouth is watering already. I'm, uh, I I typically only eat lunch. it for with her, um, and we're going. I'm going to be in Denver. Not this week, but next. So I'm super excited about it. All right, more fast questions. You okay. put your phone down. Uh, your favorite thing in your closet? Ooh. Ooh. Um, Lululemon like lounge pants. Mm, yes, <gasps> those are the best. Just being comfortable at home. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's one thing you would tell your younger self? Mm, I like this one. Ooh. Um, I mix. I would up. say to. Um, that I don't need to care about everything. Yes. And not caring about everything doesn't mean I'm careless. Um, it's just like focusing energies on the right thing. Because my personality type, I tend to like truly care about every detail. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just got to let go. Yeah. Is that kind of, is that like the best advice you would give or you've been given? Um, I typically ask now. I'd say people give me that advice because they can <laughs> see the struggle within. But um, I think I was giving Allie the exact same advice yeah. before you got here this morning. Um, truly, I, I focus on detail so much that at some point I just can't get it all done. And yes. so it's um, almost more of a time. It's a cursing and a blast, you. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Um, it's what makes you great at what you do. But it could also, and we talk about this all the time. When you talk about your strengths, any strength, strength over indexed becomes a weakness. Mm. So. I can see that. Yeah. Your biggest pet peeve. Ooh. Um. Well, I hate in grocery stores when people leave their carts in the middle of the aisle. Oh, my God. So I just say in general, like, when people aren't being considerate of others. Yeah. Just, like, not thinking, like, how am I impacting someone else? Thank you. It can be hard to be in Dallas sometimes with that because um, you and my bride share the exact same pet peeve. Almost word for word. Almost word for word. Your current obsession. Ballet burn. Yeah. My workout. Absolutely. It's like a five-year obsession. Whoa. That's big. Yeah. I wish I could get into working out. <laughs> well, come and try it. Anytime. Well, um, what is the, the lazy yoga that you're telling me about? Oh, I was dying. So last week, <laughs> Allie was talking about lazy yoga. Yeah, man. And I texted her. I'm like, you, that's restorative yoga. It's all over Dallas. You can try it. So Ballet Burn does offer a restorative class, but you could go to probably any yoga yeah. studio. <laughs> and it's truly yoga. stretching. It's stretching. Yes. It's breathing with intention. Um, lazy yoga. I just thought it was funny because it's, it's a real thing. Yeah. It, I it's brilliant. It. There is a place in Dallas that will actually stretch you. I think it's like stretch zone or something like that. Preston Center. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I am about to go get some things. Stretch. My body is just like I'm 20. I'm about to be 29, but I feel my body feels like it's like 40. It's just so tight. I noticed that you weren't able to get that back bend quite all the way last week. So bad. She used to be able to do a full... What, did, what was it? A full layout? Yeah, I used and to be tumbling. so flexible and the splits and just... Not anymore. And put my leg up. I just, yeah. Yeah. Could lay like my... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not just anymore. nothing. But even like this past like year, or really just like these past couple of months, my body is just like tightening up or... I don't, I don't know. It's just so, so bad. Um, what are... These are not fast. I know. I feel like I did it. Coffee or tea? Coffee, hundred percent. You uh, and 
she black. was drinking it black this morning. I but know. do you have your favorite here in Dallas? Most people do. Well, now I go to the brewery. Of course. Um, but I'm not so picky because I don't get anything super fancy. I typically get a, like an live? Americano. What? I live near um, near Inwood Village. The area is called Bluffview. I love that area. Inwood it's, Village. Oh, yeah. We, we drive through like there. Like Lovers when, and no, the Tollway. Okay. When yeah. we leave okay. Sunny Brines, we cut through there. So you go across the river and then come back? Well, if I have a meeting at Fountain Place, which happens very constantly. Very, yeah. I'm almost there every day now. Yeah. I can easily close. go yeah, there yeah, yeah. and then get on Woodall. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. who's roasting your beans for you at the... Edison Coffee. And I think they're out of Flower Mound. Yes, oh. that's true. They are. They that's are. Right. Yeah, Carl yeah. and Misty um, yep. really like the quality yeah, yeah, yeah. of their beans. Yeah, I figured they would awesome. do like Oak Cliff Coffee well, Roasters yeah. or something That's who we like use. Um, Everyone uses them. Yeah, so. but we, Edison. Yeah. And their son is named Edison. Oh, Which is a cute tie-in. Yeah, it's absolutely perfect. I love supporting the local roasters here in town. And there's some good ones. White Rock is doing some, White Rock Roasters are doing some pretty good. I got turned on to Oak Cliff um, when we lived downtown. You know, we lived at, um, not an Amelie property, I'm sorry, just don't, don't, okay. don't hate me. But <laughs> We're we, happy to take you out Fountain Place. I'm, just, I'll give you, you the know, tour. Um, what was it? The, the minute... Um, the minute we're down to two dogs, that's a high probability. Three dogs was a little hard. Well, we lived um, downtown at Cedar Springs of McKinney. Okay. Are all your properties prep friendly because they are luxury apartments? Yeah, every every single one is luxury. I didn't yeah. hear the question entirely. What was pet, the pet friendly. friendly? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like over fifty percent of our residents have, have pets. pets. We yeah. typically do though. The two dogs is a good point. Right. I think we do have a maximum yeah. of two. Yeah. Well. And when we were downtown, we we started only with two, and it was manageable. And then our son adopted one, which technically means that we adopted one in the process. And so we went to three, and it's really hard. I mean, first six months was kind of like a vacation. Hey, let's go meet the neighbors and walk the dog because we were on the 13th floor, and it was it was kind of cool. But um, yeah, three, that's a herd. It is. So we can't, we have to get down. I loved living in a high rise. Good. I'm we're hoping it's a big bet, right? Rise. It's And it's a different lifestyle because I do think we're going to get people who are coming out of homes, you know, in the mm-hmm. University Park, Highland yes. Park, maybe even yeah, yeah, yeah. northern suburbs. Um, and it will be a change for them. 100%. Well, look, with the recent storm that came through, a lot of people that are displaced mm-hmm. are in high rises right now. And my bet is they will like it so much they will stay yeah. because it's pretty cool. I mean, the level of service just far, sur- you know, surpasses what you um, have in your own home. Like, yeah. we will change our light bulbs. I mean, there nice. is, it's like carefree living. Isn't that yeah. cool? Yeah. I'm in. I'm, all, I'm so in. <laughs> hey, so you've been up and down, and, and we may, I don't know, do you have any more fast questions? Nope. Because I'm, I'm what's, you can go back to your, which thing is the best remember. view? Because they're all over. I mean, the views are spectacular, but what's your favorite? I actually really like the view south. Um, and you get, so the nighttime skyline of Dallas is so fun. Yes. It's really playful and illuminated. So you see Reunion, yes. you see the bridges, levees, um, design district. The other view is arts district uptown, yeah. which is stunning. Oh my gosh, But yes. I, I like that it's more unobstructed on the, mm. the other side of the yeah. building. We had, we, we, our balcony looked over the El Phoenix parking lot right at the Perot and over the river and, and, and. 
kind of that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're absolutely right about the downtown skyline. It's kind of cool. It's it's gorgeous. Yeah. And I think we'll actually have to do some like nighttime showings for people to truly realize that's how beautiful brilliant. it's going to be. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. But some we'll, of the ta- we'll take you at an upper level. You could get three views, you know, three directions. I'm, I'm, <laughs> look, all you got to do is say the word yeah, and I'm so there for a tour. Yeah, so is your like clubhouse on an upper level or is it on like where the leasing office is? We have um, amenities on three levels. So all of the leasing and office functions are on level one. We have a 10th level amenity deck, which has like pool, fitness center. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a level 45 sky lounge. And that's so if you live on level 10 or 11, you can experience what it's like to, you know, be at the top of the building. We really thought they would be missing out. Um, And that way, when they've got friends and family in town, they can take them all the way up. Is this your tallest family? Yes. We do have some other um, other tall buildings in Chicago and Seattle. But yes, this is definitely our um, or I call it a beautiful beast because it's just yeah. such a big project. Oh my gosh, it is so gorgeous. Yeah, it is so um, stinking it's gorgeous. Truly a special project to well, be a part and of. Well, it's it's iconic. I mean, it is it is a piece of the Dallas skyline, which is a a very um, amazing skyline. If anyone asks you to draw a skyline, make sure you put our building in it. I will. <laughs> I will. It's, it's going to be so. It's going to be so awesome. All right. Because it is now iconic. Because every you always draw. What's it called? Fountain Place. Fountain yeah. Place. Yeah, you always draw Fountain Place, so now it's going to have a sister mm-hmm. or whatever. Cousin. So. Cousin. I know. Yeah. I am so, I, you know, you, ha- you are amazing. Thank you for coming and yeah, having thanks breakfast for having with me. us. Ooh, isn't that weird that you're going to be like, your building is going to be like an iconic it's part of downtown it, now? It is. And I joke, I'm almost so 40. I kind of just like got chills. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. I joke like, is this the pinnacle of my career at, like, <laughs> you know, just under 40? Um, hopefully there'll be some other buildings that are of this level in my future, but it's, um, it's up there. Yeah. For sure. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, you are an absolute delight and welcome back anytime to have breakfast with us or have we coffee We will have with more us. to talk about with, you know, things that are coming up with Allie. Yeah, oh, certainly. that's true. Yeah, things that are yes. coming up. So Stay tuned. All right, <laughs> sis. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. I have to I have to say something. You're going to bury the lead on this? I completely, I'm like, I got to remember, but I need to do it at the end because it's a special treat. So um, if you're listening to this, Monday, 1-20, I think. Yes, that's the date of... January 20th. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I am launching my uh, arts exposition, whatever I'm going to call it. I don't know. Wow. It's on the 20th and you don't know what you're going to call it? Um. Well, okay. So I'll just explain it to y'all. <laughs> it'll this be is announced how our on, world It'll works. be announced on Monday, but if you're listening to the podcast today or tomorrow, then you get a heads up because that's what podcast listeners get. <laughs> So I, I shouldn't say I, Amanda's dad brought me vintage newspaper stands from Denver. He drove them down to me. I'm painting them and we'll put free art and allocate goodies inside, but they'll be placed in the DFW area. So it's kind of going to be like a scavenger hunt. So the first hint is that the first two newspaper stands that will go live on Monday have to do with Gia, and that's your hint. <laughs> first hint. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 
but and there's going to be like, and I'll tell you what's, what there's going to be. A, there's going to be a coffee cup that you won't be able to get anywhere else, but these newspaper stands, some prints. I think I might do a couple of t-shirts, uh, keychains, all that stuff. So it's first come first serve. Hopefully people are nice and we'll only take one, but yeah, it'll be fun. That's going to be. And this will happen all year. So every month it'll be a different location. Oh my gosh. And the yeah. first hint is it has to do. So if they've to listened to the podcast, yes. they should have good hints yes. as to what, well, I guess it's only fitting that we put that hint at the end of the podcast. Yeah, because I got to listen to the whole thing. Got to listen to the whole thing. So uh, thanks for being amazing. Thanks for being Thanks a good friend to my me. daughter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sis? Bye, Papa Song. Love you, sis. Love you. Bye.